Coming up on the Talking Football podcast, we discuss the return of the Premier League, predictions for next week, and all the latest news in the football world. Keep listening to the Talking Football podcast. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Talking Football podcast here on the Jake Cullip YouTube channel and the podcast providers you are currently listening to. And it's back. It's back the Premier League season and most importantly, the fans are back in the stadiums, full attendances in the Premier League. And it's, in, it's, it's just fantastic to see, lots of words, just seeing all those crowds, the noise, fantastic, the elation when a goal go, goes in, not five second delays like it was last season and the bit towards the end of the previous season, but fantastic to have fans back. And if you, if you guys went to any of the games last week, Hope you guys enjoyed it. I certainly enjoyed it watching from the comfort of my TV. I did go to watch a local team, but I will not discuss that. I think Miles can also discuss that. But it's just me today here on the Talking Football podcast. And we're going to go over all the latest news in the football world, all the results that happened. And I'm going to go over predictions that me and Miles made last week. But I'm going to go just go over mine. Had to rewatch the video for that. Just looking back at them, I'm like, oh, I probably didn't make some good predictions. But yeah, we'll also discuss the Harry Kane news. We'll discuss Rafael Varane unveiled at Old Trafford on Saturday. And we'll discuss many more things. And as we get into the first topic of today's show, let's, it's not really a topic, but let's have a look at how I did at FPL. I was going to show this last week, but I didn't in the end. Have Robert Sanchez, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Luke Shaw, Sofian Kufal, Luca Digne, Salah, Jota, Fernandez, Greenwood. What a midfield that is. Danny Ings and Antonio. And my, bin, my be- bench, my bench is nothing to be inspired by. We're still Amati, Brownhill, and Scarlet. But yeah, I'm also doing well in the leagues I'm currently doing in. Seventy-two thousand five hundred and twenty-two in the Man United fan league. Not great, but. Just do it for the local ones, and you do with friends. So that's fantastic way. I haven't start picked my team yet, but shout out to FPL Tips. That's where if you want to find some good tips for fantasy Premier League, check out FPL Tips. I'll put a link in the description to his channel. But yeah, I've got squad here. I'm gonna have a look later to see what I'm gonna do. But yeah, so let's get into the football scores. That's FPL out of the way because I didn't mention that last week and I thought I'd mention that now. So let's stay on the Premier League website and go to the results of the games. So obviously it started Friday night, Brentford versus Arsenal. I thought Arsenal were gonna win this game 2-1. I thought Arsenal just had a bit too much for Brentford. But in the end, Brentford won 2-0. Fantastic way to start the season. I think there's no doubt Brentford could cause an upset against Arsenal, but you didn't you didn't think it would happen. But absolutely fantastic for them. Obviously, Arsenal didn't play without two of their best players, Alexandra Lacazette and Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Apparently, they felt ill. And there's also talks that they won't play in the Chelsea game, but I'll get into the predictions for the Chelsea and Arsenal game later. But Arsenal... Obviously, Ben White made his debut for Arsenal as well. It's just, oh, it's Arsenal. It's like, it's hard to banter him now. It just, it just happens now for Arsenal. Also, my brother's an Arsenal fan, so I, I mean, I don't, I don't banter my brother as much as he banters me when Man United lose. But it's just, it's hard to say about Arsenal. Ben White didn't have the fantastic 
debut that he wanted. Uh, he got turned. He got turned like an absolute pancake for nearly for nearly two nil. If you go, go and watch that, but Arsenal flattered to deceive again. Brentford, fantastic result. Thomas Frank, I think, will do a good job. I, I personally rate him. Ivan Tony got man the match on Sky Sports. He did, he did well. His hold-up play was well. Obviously, he didn't get the goal, but lots of people did have him in his FPL team. I didn't because I didn't think Brentford were going to win. But in the end, Brentford 2-0 victory. Fantastic for them. And it'll give them confidence for going into the next game and give them confidence of survival this year. So let's go into Saturday's games. Obviously, my boys, Manchester United, against Leeds at Old Trafford, 75,000 at Old Trafford, fantastic noise from the fans. Absolutely fantastic performance from Manchester United coming out. 5-1 winners against Leeds United. And what did I put down? I put down 3-2. I thought it was going to be a very close game. Obviously, Bruno Fernandes scoring a hat-trick. Paul Pogba getting four assists. Fantastic combination between those two. Mason Greenwood and Fred also getting on the score sheet as well. Mason Greenwood could have a fantastic season. People have been backing him for Young Player of the Year, which... Not a bad. I back Phil Foden because he's still in the category and I do think City will win the league. But Messing Greenwood could be a major shout for Young Player of the Year. Fantastic performance, fantastic goal for Man United to go 2-1 up. They went 1-0 up from Bruno Fernandes. Fantastic assist from Paul Pogba. But then Luke Ayling with a fantastic strike right at the start of the second half to make it 1-1. And then from then, it kicked Man United up the backside and they decided to get... Um, Turn on the style, as I would say, trying to figure out a way to word that. But fant fantastic performance from them. And yeah, Bruno Fernandes, Hattrick, Paul Pogba, four assists. Graham Sooners wasn't happy about being discussed with Paul Pogba. He said £100 million players should be doing that. But Jack Grealish didn't do that, though, did he? It's just, yeah, it's Sooners. Well, I don't know why he just doesn't admit he doesn't like Paul Pogba. But fantastic performance from him. But it's now time to show consistency from him. It could possibly, I think it will be his last year for Manchester United. So not a bad way to start the season. He's only got more assists than he did from the entire last season. He got three and in the game he got four. So I can't complain. Obviously, I said it was going to be close. But Leeds, other than scoring that great goal, they had a bit of chances. They did tear through our midfield a bit a few times. But yeah, Leeds didn't start the season off great. But fantastic performance from Manchester United. And we move on to the next next game, which was Burnley versus Brighton at Turf Moor. This was going to be a hard game to choose. I saw a lot of people saying this could be nil-nils and draws all over the place. Burnley went 1-0 up in the second minute, the fastest goal of the game week, scored by James Tarkovsky. But then Brighton came back near the end. It's goals from Neil Mope, who needs to have a big season this year. He misses a lot of chances and needs to convert. And Alexis McAllister... I personally rate him. I think he's a good player. When he got injured last year for Brighton, it was a big loss. And I think he's a very good player for the Seagulls. And Brighton, I said we're going to win 1-0, but fantastic victory for the Seagulls. And they move on to their next game against Watford on TV. So I'll be sure watching that. Then Chelsea versus Crystal Palace. Me and Miles said this was going to be a whitewash for Chelsea. It really was in the end. Chelsea coming out 3-0 winners. I said Chelsea were going to win 3-1. I thought Palace were going to score a goal, but they didn't. So this was the closest prediction I've had because I said 3-1, but it ended up 3-0. Christian Pulisic, Marcus Alonso, a brilliant free kick, and Trevor Chalobah scoring his first goal on his debut for Chelsea and very emotional and what a fantastic goal it was. And Chelsea showing the form that they had 
and carrying on from last season, Thomas Tuchel doing a fantastic job there. And obviously Romelu Lukaku signed now and he will play in the game this Sunday against Arsenal. So they have more firepower up front. Next game we had, I thought this was going to be a really dull one. I said Everton is I said Everton and Southampton was going to be 1-1, but in the end it turned 3-1 to Everton. Fantastic victory for Rafa Benitez's side. I, uh, Southampton took the lead through Adam Armstrong on his debut, a fantastic finish in the top corner. But other than but after that, Southampton just fell apart. Everton, fantastic performance in the second half. Goals from Richarlison. A uh, brilliant goal from Abdullah Decore, fantastic goal. And then Dominic Calvert-Lewin getting his first goal of the season. It did end up 1-1 at one point, but a fantastic flourish from Everton in the second half. Makes them 3-1 winners. Fantastic victory for Rafa Benitez's side. Leicester and Wolves, I thought it was going to be a 3-1 to Leicester. Leicester did win, but I thought it was going to be a more entertaining game. It was very end-to-end. Wolves did miss a lot of chances, especially Adama Traore. Uh, Leicester scored through Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy does what he does, went over to the away fans, did a howl in front of them. Just typical Jamie Vardy, that. But good victory for Leicester. 1-0 victory. Surprising. I thought they were going to win 3-1. But fantastic victory for them. Watford, Aston Villa. This was probably the shock, other than um, Brentford and Arsenal, this was probably the shock victory of game week one. I said it was going to be 1-0 to Aston Villa. I didn't think they were going to be convincing, but I did think they were going to win. But it ended up Watford 3, Aston Villa 2. Brilliant goals in that game. I need to click on. I forgot who scored on that game. So let me just click on here. So you had Emmanuel Dennis on his debut. Ishmael Assar. Everyone knows how good Ishmael Assar is. Then Cucho Hernandez. Fantastic goal for that one. Then towards the end, John McGinn's strike was also fantastic as well. But that was, everyone thought, as consolation. And then Danny Ng scoring a 97th winning... Not winning? God, lost 3-2. 90... <laughs> seventh pen, uh, minute penalty there we go trying to get my words right good for the FPL though. I was happy about that but Aston Villa flattering to deceive but I think they should be able to win the next game when they face Newcastle United at Villa Park it's all loading up here so the last game of Saturday was Norwich versus Liverpool I thought Liverpool were going to win this quite easy and they did I thought they were going to win 2-0, but it turns out they won 3-0. Goals from Diogo Jota, Mohamed Salah and Roberto Firmino. Fantastic performance in Liverpool. Norwich started the game really well, but after the first goal from Jota, Liverpool just controlled it. And in the second half, and then fantastic save from Allison near the end of the game. Fantastic from him, showing why he's one of the best goalkeepers in the league and in the world. And yeah, Mohamed Salah having a new record of scoring for five consecutive game week ones in a row. The first player to do that in Premier League history. Fantastic player he is. Even as a Man United fan, you have to acknowledge what a fantastic player Mohamed Salah is. And he's only two goals away from joining the Premier League 100 club. So not bad for a one-season wonder, according to half of Twitter. So we move on to the last two games on Sunday, we had Newcastle versus West Ham. I thought Newcastle were going to run out 3-2 winners in this game. They did go 1-0 up and then 2-1 at half time. But Newcastle, a fa- fantastic second half performance from Mikel Antonio. He missed a penalty, but Thomas Suchek converted it in the end. Uh, he also scored as well the fourth Mikel Antonio. Sa- Saeed Ben Rama got an assist for Antonio and Antonio got an assist for 
Ben Rama. It was a confusing goal when it went 1-1, but it did end up to Aaron Cresswell, I think, in the end. It was fantastic, fantastic performance West Ham in that second half. Newcastle will be kicking themselves. They did go 1-0 and 2-1 up, but and then they have a hard game at Villa Park next week. But Newcastle did have some brilliant attacking phases in that game. Alan Maxman, I thought, done well. Callum Wilson also getting on the score sheet and Jacob Murphy as well. But in that second half, they flattered it to deceive and, New- and Newcastle losing to a brilliant West Ham second half performance. And then the last game, another shock result, Spurs versus the champions, Manchester City. I thought Manchester City were going to run away with this one. I thought it was going to be 3-1. I did think Tottenham were going to score. And they did, but Spurs won 1-0 thanks to a strike from Son in the second half. And Manchester City started the game off brilliantly in the first 15 minutes. You thought it was going to be 1-0, 3-0. It was just absolutely fantastic. Excuse me. But the problem is, every time they go to White Hart Lane, they just can't convert their, ch- their chances. Excuse me again. But Son. And in the first half, he had quite a few chances to run at Mendy, but he played it backwards in that second half. He scored that brilliant goal. I think the keeper didn't see it because Ruben Diaz tried to intercept it. But Spurs, fantastic second half performance again. Lots of second half fantastic performances in this game week. And Spurs deserved winners and Manchester City losing their first game of the season. But as we saw from last year, they had, didn't have a fantastic start, but they still won the league. So it's not over yet. And also talking about Spurs, we're going to go into the latest news. If we go on Twitter with the most reliable source, I'd say Fabrizio Romano. Harry Kane is training together with the Tottenham team today for the first time. This was yesterday, if you wanted to know. So I'll go, go back onto that again. Harry Kane is training together with Tottenham team today for the first time since he's back from holidays. Kane will be able to work with Spurs team also in the coming days. This That was reported from Sky Sports and then Fabrizio Romano talked about it as well. Man City are still hoping to sign Kane, but Spurs' position has not changed. So they're still reluctantly not going to sell Harry Kane. So if City def- desperately want him, they're going to have to put the bid in that Spurs and Daniel Levy want. And from evident from Sunday, they do need a striker. And Spurs, fantastic performance without Harry Kane. But he's still one of their best players. And I think they'll still love to have him at the club. Song could become the striker. We actually saw that two years ago when they got to the Champions League final without Harry Kane. Jim Ming Son stepping up in the striking position. But I still think Harry Kane is one of the best strikers in the world and still Tottenham's best player. So they desperately want to keep him. And Manchester City want Harry Kane badly. But if they do want him badly, they're going to have to put the bid in that Spurs want yeah so that was the latest news and obviously Raphael well I'll get this up um now but Raf oh what oh, was it done there it's gone into a different tab to benefits of doing this live but Raphael Varan let's get this up here of him appearing on the pitch let's get this up because he was revealed on the pitch Let's get this up. There we go. It's from the independent. This was the picture, not the best quality, but he was revealed on the pitch and confirmed for Manchester United on Saturday. Let's say quite a classy way to introduce signing, but still think he should have played. We should have done it earlier in the window so he could play against Leeds. But 
what can I say? Ollie knows right. He went with McFred and we won 5 1. So you, you never know. But fantastic signing from Manchester United to get Rafael Varane in the club. As he had his first training session yesterday, I think, no, on Monday. And then he did his photo shoots and a training session on Monday. So it's good that he started training. I don't think. Uh, will he start on Sunday against Southampton? I don't think he will. I think Jaden Sancho will definitely start. There was a behind-closed-doors game yesterday where Man United faced Burnley winning 3-1 in that behind-closed-doors game, and Sancho started in that game just to get a few minutes in his legs. And I do think Jaden Sancho will start that game. But but a player of quality like Rafael Varane, I do think he has to start on Sunday, and I hope he does. But Knowing Ollie, I don't think he'll rush him and put him in the deep end. So let's go back here. Let's go to the next fixtures for game week two. So we've discussed how so we've discussed Harry Kane, we've discussed Rafael Varan, also done FPL, and now we're gonna go on to the game week two starting on Saturday in the half twelve kickoff. We have Liverpool versus Burnley at Anfield. Anfield's first game in front of fans since the Champions League Atletico Madrid back in March and Liverpool don't have a fantastic hang on let's wipe that on the screen um, Liverpool don't have a fantastic record or recent record against Burnley at Anfield the last time they won was 2019 the 4-2 victory with Sadio Mane and Roberto Firmino oh something in my eye but um, yeah so they won 4-2 was the last time they beat Burnley, Old Trafford since then, it was 1-1 after lockdown. And then Burnley defeating Liverpool to end their unbeaten run of 69 games at Anfield. But I don't think Liverpool will win this. The crowd will help them with this game. We know the crowd at Anfield and what fantastic atmosphere it is. A lot of people, fans, give it abuse, but I do think it's one of the best stadiums. Even Granted, I'm a Man United fan, but it's a great atmosphere at Anfield, especially on European nights. And yeah, I do think Liverpool will run out this game 3-1 winners. I think Mohamed Salah will finally get a goal against Burnley. He's only scored once against Burnley in his career for Liverpool, but I do think Mohamed Salah will score and hopefully for the FPL. And yeah, I do think Liverpool will get two wins from two to start off the season, especially with the next game when they have Chelsea. So it'll be important to get a win here. Um, Aston Villa versus Newcastle, both lost on game week one, but I do think Aston Villa will run out uh, 2-1 victors against Newcastle United. Crystal Palace versus Brentford. Um, Brentford with an opening day victory at um, their new home ground. Nice stadium, by the way. Uh, Crystal Palace and Patrick Vieira lost 3-0 to Chelsea. I think people knew that was going to happen, so it was a bit of a write-off. Anyway, it was a bit of a luxury if they did get a point or three points at Stamford Bridge. But... I'm going to go, I think Palace will win this one, and I'm going to go 1-0 to Crystal Palace with Wilfred Zaha scoring the goal. Leeds United versus Everton. Leeds obviously thumped 5-1 against my team, Man United. Everton with a 3-1 victory against Southampton at Goodison Park. I think Leeds will get the first victory of the season, and I'm going to go a 3-2 victory. I think this is going to be quite an entertaining game. Manchester City versus Norwich. Manchester City losing 1-0 on their opening day. Away at... Tottenham Hot Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. I still call still call it Whitehall Lane, but I think Manchester City will get their first victory. It's easy victory for this. I think 
have have to win this. Three points in the bag, I think. Uh, I'm going to go a 4-0 Manchester City victory. The last game Saturday, we have Brighton versus Watford. Watford running out 3-2 victors against Aston Villa. Brighton winning 2-1 at Turf Moor against Burnley. And I'm going to go a 2-1 victory again for Brighton and Hove Albion, making it two wins from two. Sunday's games, we have Southampton versus my boys, Manchester United. Southampton, decent in the first half, but they slumped in the second half against Everton. And they've lost um, Yannick Vestergaard. They've lost Danny Ings. So they're kind of there for the taking. If Man United don't win this, talk the talk of the title is pr- pretty much gone in game week two. But it's only the second second game of the season. But I'm going to go 3-0 Man United victory. Hopefully my boys make it two wins from two. Wolves versus Spurs. Nuno returning back to Molyneux. And I do think they will win this one, Spurs. And I'm going to go for a 2-0 victory. The biggest game of game week two, we have Arsenal versus Chelsea at the Emirates Stadium. Arsenal in disarray at the moment. Chelsea having a flourish under Thomas Tuchel. And I don't think Chelsea will win this. And I'm going to go for a 2-1 victory. I don't think this will be close considering it is a London derby. And the last game, the first Monday night football of the season it is West Ham versus Leicester. Obviously, both of them with 100% starts so far, both winning their first game. I think this might be a draw. I think I'm going to go for a 1-1 stadium at 1-1 stadium. Oh, I do. I do like, oh man, I do. I do say some obscure things, but I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw at the London stadium. There we go. And there we go, guys. That's my predictions for game week two and the Talking Football podcast, episode number four of series two. Some of you all guys' predictions. And if you didn't see the last episode, go check that on YouTube or on your podcast provider. Remember, guys, you need to be yourself. You can't be no one else. I've been Jake Cullip. And yeah, guys, peace.